The following Women's Spaces show was recorded on Monday, February 14th, 2022. The woman in your life will do what she must do to comfort you and calm you down and let you rest now. The woman in your life, she can rest so easily. She does everything you do because the woman in your life is you. And welcome to Women's Spaces. My name is Elaine B. Holtz, and I'm your host. And with me at the board is my friend, my partner, my engineer, and co-producer, Ken Norton. Good morning, Ken. Good morning. Well, February is Black History Month, and also today is Valentine's Day. We have a special treat for everyone. Ken and I will be reading the poem that I wrote, Friends and Lovers. Also, Happy Chinese New Year 2022 is the year of the tiger, a year of great purpose and strength. And to celebrate uh, black history with uh, the segment, Our History is Our Strength, along with our Valentine's Day reading, I have invited three special guests today, three African-American women who are also making a difference in our community. All three are in loving relationships, and we will be talking about how they each handle their activism and relationships, which <laughs> I know can be very challenging. This is going to be a dynamic show. Each of the guests will be asked the same three questions, a little, you know, a little different variety, and they will all three be joining me on the phone, one at a time. The first interview I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be interviewing the Honorable Mayor of Broner Park, Jackie Elrod. Uh, Jackie is married to John Ryan uh, Edward, who is also an activist in his own right. I'm really excited about hearing about hearing about their relationship and how they handle their activism and, you know, being a mother and all the other things that uh, Jackie Alred is involved with. Uh, my second interview is I'm going to be, I'm really excited about this, another activist in our community, and we're going to be talking about women loving women, and she is in a relationship with a wonderful woman by the name of Linda Franklin, and that's uh, my dear friend Celeste Austin. Celeste has been doing some wonderful, wonderful presentations about black history and also is just a very wonderful, loving, spiritual person, and I'm really excited to have her on to be talking about this this relationship, you know, women are loving women, which is very important in our world today. Things are definitely changing. And then I'm going to be interviewing the third woman is going to be um, one of my favorite people. She's a really, really busy woman. She's the president of the of the North Bay uh, Black Chamber of Commerce. She's the organizer of both Blacks United and the Juneteenth uh, celebration and the wonderful, wonderful program called Entrepreneurs of Tomorrow, which is a scholarship program that she has developed for youth, and that's a wonderful, wonderful human being, wonderful woman, Nancy Rogers. Well, you know, uh, February is Black History Month, or National African American History Month, and it's an annual celebration of uh, achievements of African Americans across the across the country. And I'm very excited to announce that 
For all you folks out there in Petaluma, there's this, uh, I got an email from uh, the organizer of this, Faith Ross. They're going to be celebrating uh, Black History Month 2022. Uh, the sponsors are the city of uh, Petaluma, Petaluma Healthcare uh, District, Petaluma Health Center, and the Sonoma County Library in Petaluma. So they're inviting you on uh, Saturday, February 26th from 6.30 p.m. Uh, they're going to be uh, talking about artists and all kinds of interesting things. And we will have this posted on our website, www.womenspaces. Um, uh, Kay, uh, Faith wrote me a little a little blurb on this. They're going to have a short video. Uh, they're going to have a black history program. And that's, like I said, scheduled February 26th at 6.30. And it's going to be at the... Uh, Petaluma Historical Library and Museum. And if you want any more information, go to pbcd4us.com. And that will give you all the information. And also there are links. But there's going to be, uh, we will announce it on Women's Spaces and also show you the flyer because there's all kinds of things uh, going on. And also I want to do a shout-out to the Santa Rosa Museum. Uh, Ken and I were honored to uh, go and see they have a wonderful wonderful display on women in art and it was just just absolutely fabulous i mean i was overwhelmed with what i saw and i really want to encourage people to go to the museum of sonoma county that's at 425 uh, 7th street in santa rosa and it's called the Feminist Art and Power, and it really, really does a lot. And it's going to be uh, on display from uh, January 22nd, 2022 to in June. So there's plenty of time to be able to see it. And I'm telling you, we were really, really impressed. Well, today's Valentine's Day. It's one of my favorite holidays. Why? Because it's the day that we all focus on love, on compassion. You know, it, I like to think we go beyond flowers and candy, but just trying to think of what kind of act of kindness we can do today. How can we, maybe we can call somebody that we haven't talked to for a long time and just tell them how much they, that you love them or you care for them. I mean, it's a day of caring. I know it's one of my favorite holidays. I remember when I was a, a young girl, my father never my father, Solomon Holt, never forgot about Valentine's Day. Well, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about it. Uh, Valentine's Day is, uh, it started in 1847 when they started giving out cards. And by the 20th century, it, it became more of a, a hallmark event. But I like to think of it as a day that we just celebrate. We just celebrate love. And as you heard, uh, on the prior show on Democracy Now!, Amy Goodman was talking to um, the people from uh, the Rising, and that happens every single year. It was put together by uh, Eve Ansler, and this year they are honoring and rising for all women across the globe, uh, trying to bring an end to war and trying to bring, bring an end to, to suffering. You know, I mean, it's really... Oh, I don't know what to say anymore. You know, it's heartbreaking when you start thinking about the things that are going on in this world. And you wonder, when is it When is it ever going to end? Well, to add a little bit of spice to our show, I mean, we do this every year, Ken and I. And, and let me tell you a little history of this poem. This is called Friends and Lovers. 
uh, Ken and I met, and we started to have a relationship, and it started with a friendship. And later on, as it evolved, things started to evolve, and things started to be very different. And we start questioning. We start questioning, what is a relationship? What is love? Why are we together? You know, what does it mean to be a friend? What does it mean to be a lover? What are some of our fears around relationships? And we had broken up and came together again, and I sat down one night, and I wrote this poem. So what I'm going to do, we're going to read it together. We're going to read it together, and I would really appreciate if people would set, drop me a note at www.womenspaces or elaine at womenspaces.com, and let me know what you think of this reading. I mean, we do it every year. This is our third year that we've done it, and let us know what you think. And then after we read, after we do the reading, I'm going to announce a very special song. So, Ken, are you ready for this? I'm ready. Oh, my goodness. Well, to all our listeners, we dedicate this. I'm sure all of us are struggling on one level or another with relationships. So we're going to start. I'm going to go. I'm going to give us a countdown. One, two, three. I remember when we simply called each other friend. When did that end? It wasn't so long ago I would pick up the phone and call you and let you know I was alone. We'd laugh and cry and tell each other about the adventures of our day. We never gave a thought to beginnings or endings. We were just friends. I don't remember missing you until I began kissing you. I don't remember worrying about you being cold or about me being too old until we began kissing and holding and I felt the depth of you within me. It seemed so much easier back then when we just called ourselves friends. I get scared when I think of growing to love you. When we called ourselves just friends, I loved you in a different way. I was not afraid that you would leave me one day. I would just listen to what you had to say. There was no charge, no emotion, no attachment. Words were just words. If a friend was coming by, I did not need to know who or what they were to you. A friend was simply coming by. If you told me of a past or present lover or any experience for that matter, I don't remember my cheeks getting hot or my heart beating any faster. I was neutral and thought you were sharing and living your life, and I was sharing and living mine. How strange it all changed when we became lovers. Perhaps I lie to myself, and I'm not as free as my fantasies would like me to be. It seems that just being friends is less tearful and less fearful. Why, I ask myself, does it all change? Strange, but it does change. I feel like a child when it comes to relationships. It feels like no one has shown me the way. No one has shown me what to do when I feel inside the feeling of, I love you. I don't want it to change. I want us to be friends. Lovers come and go. But a friend, a friend is forever. I want us to be natural and move in our own time, in our own rhythms. Is that possible? Is that true? 
Is this something that I or both of us can do? At times, I feel trapped. I want to move forward, even when I feel my insecurities cause me to move backwards. Backwards in time, when I hung on for dear life because I had no sense of self. I slip back. It's so subtle. It's so real. It's almost like I'm suspended in space. All I know is that I'm about to lose something. And I'm afraid it is you. When I fear the loss, I feel like I'm being tossed aside. Oh, I know what it means. It means I am lacking my own self-worth, my own self-esteem. It never seemed to happen when we called ourselves just friends. Oh, I want us to be friends. I want us to be lovers. I want us to respect one another and give each other space. Is that grace? Is that the grace we learn when friends become lovers? There is so little I know except that with each encounter, each challenge, I grow and know how deeply I want us to be friends. But not just friends, but friends and lovers. Lover and friends. What does that mean? Well, a lover is just that. A lover is one who satisfies that deep, lustful, delicious needs. And a friend, well, a friend does everything in between. Yet I know in order to have total lust, I must trust. I must trust that you will be there for me in my times of needs. All I can conclude is that we were friends first. And if lovers choose to go away, I want the friendship to stay. Let, Let us take, take a stand, stand that, that we, we will transcend, transcend all we, we need to transcend, to be forever Friends. Oh. Thank you, Ken. That was beautiful. It just touches my heart when I think of the time I wrote it and all the all the good things about it. Well now I'm gonna play a very, very special song. And it's a song by Ella Fitzgerald. And you know it's Black History Month, so I want to just tell you a little bit about Ella Fitzgerald. Ella Fitzgerald is dubbed the first lady of song. She was the most popular female jazz singer in the United States for more than half a century. In her lifetime, she won 13 Grammy Awards and and sold over 40 million albums. Her voice was flexible, wide-ranging, acute, and ageless. Though known to be shy... Ella Fitzgerald was an avid civil rights activist and received the NAACP Equal Justice Award and the American Black Achievement Award. Ella Fitzgerald is often referred to as the First Lady of Song and the Queen of Jazz. And now I'm going to play one of her signature songs, and I'm going to dedicate this to Ken and to all, everybody out there that's holding hands and thinking about each other. And all of you folks that are out there that maybe don't have anybody, think about somebody you could reach out to. It really cuts back on some of the loneliness we feel. So let's go ahead, Ken. We're going to play My Funny Valentine, sung by Ella Fitzgerald. And when we come back, we will be talking with the Honorable Mayor Jackie Elrod from Roner Park, and we will be talking about her relationship with her husband and how she handles and balances her life as an activist, as a politician, and as a mother. Go ahead, Ken. My funny Valentine. 
such a romantic. I'm sitting here crying thinking of that beautiful song and that beautiful voice. 40 million albums this woman sang. The Lady of Jazz, Ella Fitzgerald. What an honor to play her song. For you folks just joining us, I want to remind my listeners the opinions expressed here are not necessarily the opinions of the station, its board of directors, its members, and women's spaces. Well, welcome back. You're listening to Women's Spaces, and I'm your host, Elaine B. Holtz. 
And joining me on the phone from the city of Roner Park is the Honorable Mayor of Roner Park, Jackie Elroy. Jackie, welcome to Women's Spaces, and happy Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Thank you, Elaine, and your wonderful hubby for having me back again. It's such an honor to be uh, featured in your talk show. Well, Jackie, you know, today's Valentine's Day, and the, the whole idea was to introduce women such as yourself who are very active in the community, who are married, you're also a mother, and you're also also in an uh, integrated marriage. And you're, So you have so many, many challenges that we could talk about and so many successes. I mean, I'm just, I'm just an honor to, to be able to talk to you. So, Jackie, you are married to John Ryan Elwood. You know, I read, I read his bio. I'm very, very impressed. He is a Caucasian. And an activist on his own right, and you also have three children. How long have yes. you been married, and where did you meet? And I think I'd be a, a bit personal. What was your attraction? <laughs> well, this is amazing. So my husband and I have been married for almost 19 years this coming May. But we've been together for 21 years. So we met when we were very, very young, pretty much half of our lives together. Um, so we met in 2001, and at the time I was a student at the Bible College in Kinshasa, the Democratic Republic of Congo, and uh, he was my teacher for one semester. Oh. So our relationship started six months after he left uh, when he came back to the U.S., not during the time he was in Kinshasa. So we had uh, a long-distance relationship for about two years before we got married. You know, the same thing happened with Ken. Ken and I, Ken lived in San Jose. Of course, it wasn't as far as you guys were, but we, <laughs> he lived, he, we was in San, De, uh, San Jose, and it was just it was just amazing. Well, you know, you're both activists in the community. You know, how do you handle that? I mean, here you are, the mayor of of Rohnert Park. I mean, that in itself is, is a load of responsibility. And now you're also a wife. You're also a mother. How, how do you balance it? I mean, how do you both work together to make it work? Well, I would say it's um, dedication and um, being a supporter of each other. Like you just said, my husband, uh, I am more in the political side, and he is an advocate for labor issues. So we support each other and show up to each other's event uh, with or without the other person. My husband is always by my side when I go to my political events or if I have um, something that um, I needed a support. He's, he's my number one fan. He's my number one supporter. And um, one way that we handle it is by making it a family affair, you know. We, we make sure that everything we do is with um, we include our children we include each other um, by making it you know our number one priority so we we made a choice to purposely um, support each other and continue to support each other no matter what because I know my husband and I um, we he is an uh, uh, introvert and I am an extrovert. So 
we have different personalities and and um i feel like we complete each other because we purposely make an effort to support each other's passion and at a time accept to be uncomfortable for a bit so well, that we can empower the other person. You know, it sounds an awful lot like Ken and I also. You know, we Ken is always there when I go. I'm kind of and people don't realize this. You know, I mean, I'm the I'm the extrovert. I'm the I'm more the talker out there. But Ken's yeah. always there. <laughs> but when he says something, let me tell you something. It's always it's always the right thing, and it's just wonderful. Well, you you've expressed the secret. What the secret to your success is that you stand together and that you made a decision to support one another in both of your activism. And by the way, tell tell. Tell him, tell him that two things about him that are very interesting. Number one, his middle name is Ryan, and that's my grandson's name. And also, my father was a union man, you know, a dedicated union man. So let let him know that. Well, we're coming to the end of this segment. You know, time goes by very quickly. And like I explained to you, this was just kind of a, a Valentine thing. So any last words that you have, any advice that you have that there's a couple out there, you know, or somebody's thinking about getting married or somebody's married and they don't know. You know, is this is this still going to work? Is there any 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 advice you can give? And also, is there a website or any way people can get a hold of you to support you? And uh, once again, congratulations on being the mayor of uh, Roner Park, and also for congratulations for leading the thing on the homeless to make sure that they have a place to 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 sleep and to be. So I want to thank you for that. So any last words or website or anything that you would like to share? And give us your yes. three children's name. Uh, my oldest one's name is uh, Keisha. My second, she's going to be 18 next week on the 21st. Oh, a Pisces um, like me. Yes, I am a Pisces as well. <laughs> so, um, when's my, your bir- Jackie, when's your birthday? February 25th. Oh, well, good. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, my second one's name is Jean-Marc. He's 15 years old. And my last one, her name is Aliyah. She is 11 years old. So um, the only advice that I'm going to give anyone that is afraid of getting into a relationship is that don't be afraid. Relationship is all about sacrifice. You know, if you love the other person, it comes naturally. Um, you will really invest in the other person. Uh, married or not married, being in a relationship or not, um, we just need to invest in other people in order to see them succeed. And that's all I can say. And that's what my husband has showed me. Even when our relationship started, both of us didn't know each other's language. But we made that effort to really push ourselves in our most uncomfortable uh, 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 spot learning the language, each other's languages, and now making it something beautiful. I mean, it's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy. There's always um, steps that we need to, to make in order to make that uh, that flourish. But in everything, it's just sacrifice, investment, and really understanding each other. That's what makes it move forward for us. How beautiful. Give us your website before we say goodbye. Or My how- website is Jackie Elward. Um, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> now I'm forgetting my own uh, website. Uh, you can find me at, uh, on Facebook. 
Jackie Elwood um, for City Council, and also my uh, my uh, website that you can come and see what I do, and wh- you can find me on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram um, uh, name is uh, Jackie for City Council, and you can find me on Facebook. Uh, my name on Facebook is um, Jackie Elwood. When you tap Jackie Elwood, you will find me, and my website will be JackieElwood.com, and you will find everything you need about me to support. So thank you so much, Sonoma County, and thank you for giving me that platform, Elaine and your husband. So thank you for this platform that you're giving to so many women, different women, different backgrounds, to really express themselves and that our community to see the big diversity that we have. Thank you. Well, I want to thank you, Mayor Elrod, for being on Women's Spaces and wish you and Edward a happy, happy Valentine. And thank you so much for being so open and for sharing your beautiful, beautiful relationship. And we're going Thank to take, you. we are going to take a musical break right now and we're going to play a wonderful song. It's called What the World Needs Now is Love, Sweet Love and it's sung by Dion Warwick. And in nine, let's look, talk a little bit about Dion. In 1968, Warwick became the first African American solo female to receive a Grammy for do you know the way to San Jose? <laughs> That's when I went. That's where I met Ken. Ken lived in San Jose. She has recorded 30 hit songs, close to 20 best-selling albums, and received a second granny for the album I'll Never Fall in Love Again. And she was an activist during the civil rights movement and amazing, amazing woman. And when we return, we're going to be talking with Celeste Olson. We're going to be talking about women loving women. So let's go ahead and play what the world needs now is Love, Sweet Love by Dionne Warwick. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's the only thing that there's just to love. But what the world needs now is love, sweet love. No, not just for some. But for everyone Lord, we don't need another mountain There are mountains and the hillsides Enough to climb There are oceans and rivers Enough to cross, enough to last Till the end of time Let 
Welcome back. You're listening to Women's Spaces, and we were just having a little bit of technical difficulty, and so on the line right now with me, in lieu of Celeste, Austin, Celeste, if you're listening, we're going to be calling you at the last segment because we had the wrong phone number, and Nancy, we have Nancy Rogers on the line. Well, welcome back. You're listening to Women's Spaces, and this is a special Valentine's show, and I'll tell you something. It never fails. You know, this is live radio, and you would actually be surprised. Okay, here comes uh, Nancy Rogers is a activist here in Sonoma County. She is married to, uh, she's been married several years to Harold Rogers. We're going to take, we're, let's, let's, uh, let's take a musical break here, uh, technical difficulty, and let's play the song, uh, What a Wonderful World. And the reason I'm playing it by uh, Louis Armstrong, usually I could not find a woman really singing that song, but also because he was so integrated with uh, Ella Fitzgerald, I thought this would be a wonderful, wonderful song to play today for Valentine's Day. And when we come back, we will have Nancy Rogers on the phone, and we will be talking about her relationship with her husband, Harold Rogers. So let's go ahead and play that song, Ken. See trees of green, red roses too. I see them blue for me and you, and I think to myself, what a wonderful world. I see skies of blue. Say goodnight And I think to myself What a wonderful world The colors of the rainbow So pretty in the sky Are also on the faces Of people going by
folks. Welcome back. You are listening to Women's Bases, and I'm your host, Elaine B. Holtz. And right now we're having, you know, we are live here in the studio, and every once in a while we have a little bit of a glitch. And we're trying to get a hold of Nancy Rogers here uh, on the phone, and we're having a little bit of difficulty. And Celeste, if you're out there listening, I am so sorry. We have uh, something something happened with the phone, and we're not really clear about that. Well, you know, let me give you a little history. Today is Valentine's Day. And St. Valentine's Day is an annual festival to celebrate romantic love, friendship, and admiration. Every year on February 14th, people celebrate this day, sending messages of love and affection to partners, family, and friends. And, you know, it's very interesting. The earliest possible origin story of Valentine's Day is a pagan holiday called Lupacala occurring for centuries in the middle of February, the holiday celebrates fertility. Lupicetan was popular and one of the few pagan holidays still celebrated 150 years after Christianity was legalized in the Roman Empire. Valentine's Day is named after St. Valentine's, a Catholic priest who lived in Rome in the 3rd century. There are many stories about St. Valentine, and over time, these stories grew uh, into the uh, legend we know today. The first Valentine's Day was in the year 1496. Having a particular Valentine's Day is a very old tradition throughout, and you know, thought to have originated from Roman festival. The Romans had a festival called Lupus Haley in the middle of February, officially the start of springtime. And here we have right now in the United States, we celebrated every year with candy, with all this other things. And today we're having a special Valentine's show. And I have with me on the phone, Nancy Rogers. Nancy, welcome to Women's Spaces. And thank you. I'm so sorry we had all this little difficulty. How are you today? And happy Valentine's Day. I'm doing fine, Elaine. And and it was me. Um, Something is acting up with my, my cell phone here. And that's why I wanted to Call me on my house phone, and so hopefully it'll last until we go through this interview. Well, I just think it's wonderful that you're on, Nancy. You know, let's talk a little bit about your relationship. Prior to you, we had the Honorable Mayor uh, Jackie Elrid on, and Nancy, and she was talking about her. She's been married 18 years, and I know you've been married a little bit longer than that. You're married to Harold Rogers, and you have raised four children together. How long have you been married, and where did you meet? And a little bit of uh, personal thing. What was the attraction? Well, uh, we've been married 41 years. But we lived together four years before we got married. Oh, you bad girl, and, you. Uh, the attraction started off as a friendship. And then it led into a relationship. And then from the relationship, it led into marriage. Oh, my goodness. That is just, that is so beautiful. So just, we read the poem, uh, Friends and Lovers, at the beginning. And it seems like even with Edwin Jackie was talking, she said the, the essence of her relationship was friendship. Well, you're, you're an activist in the community. And I know, you know, Harold is just a great support to you. I know when you do Juneteenth, there he is building the stage, running around, doing the silent auction and all the other things that you do. How, how do you how do you manage along how do you manage with your activism being a mother now you're a grandmother you're taking care of one of your grandchildren now how do you manage to have a close relation and you also have a catering business what are some of your challenges how do you balance all that out together well uh, communication and trust you know uh when we do our um 
our catering business, we both know our roles. You know, Harold's the, mostly the cook, and I do mostly everything else. But we also <laughs> know each other roles, and so we need to uh, help each other. We do. And for the same thing with the activists, um, I'm involved in uh, a lot of different um, community events, and I'm on the board of a lot of uh, different um, organizations. And like this weekend, we was down in Bakersfield. Um, I went to a retreat, but Harold was right there with me. And so that's how we support each other. I think that everything is just really built on trust. If you don't have trust, then what do you have? No, I think it's so important. Trust, how, 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 how do you feel the trust is built? I mean, you know, oftentimes you hear that from people, but what do you think it is that, that helps create that trust? Do you think it's the communication plus what, anything else besides that? I, I really think it's just, um, you know, just believing in that person for support and um, of each other. It's not like you're not going to have your challenge and, and tribulation, believe me. Over 45 years, we have had many challenges and tribulations, but we also believe in a higher spirit, you know, and our higher spirit helps carry us through the day. <laughs> so it's, um, you know, along with the trust is, is having believing in something higher. And also um, having something in common, I think, that's helping us. We enjoyed hobbies, same kind of hobbies, majority of the time. And so, and just taking time for each other. It's amazing, you know. Relationships are not are not easy. Are not easy at all. You know, if when you what do you think? What do you think when you if there's a couple out there that's listening and 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 is 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 struggling with something? What 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 advice would you would give them? What, what would you say to them about how how do you maintain love? How would what would you advice would you give them? I, I, I still think is uh, communication and and trust, and then just believing in each other and just. You know, you're not always right. You know, sometimes you just have to walk away and take a brief breather and then come back. But it just, um, you know, just want to make things right and work together and uh, support each other. Well, that is some real, real good advice. Well, I'm going to ask you a little favor. Uh, when we end the interview, I'm going to have Ken stay on the phone. We're going to play a little, a bit of a little more of Louis Armstrong's or maybe what the world needs now is love, sweet love. And I'm going to have Ken stay on the phone with you. If, do you have, I hope you have Celeste Austin's telephone number. We're having a little bit of trouble uh, getting a hold of her. Well, Nancy, do you have a website or anything that you can share with us how we can get a hold of you? I know you have Entrepreneurs of Tomorrow. You're president of the Black Chamber of Commerce. You know, anything that you'd like to share any websites that you'd like well, to send yeah, people the, to? The, the uh, North Bay Black Chamber of Commerce, you could get in contact with me through my email, which is the president at nbbcc.org. And then for um, my phone number is 707-623-2701. And then my own private uh, email is nr 0 at AOL.com. Well, Nancy, I want to thank you. And I want to let all our listeners know that uh, that we are going to have all that information on our website at www.womenspaces where they can get a hold of you. I know that you have many events going on. I mean, I'm really excited. We're, we're you know, before we hang up, I know we're we're going to have Juneteenth again this year. What year? What date is that going to be? It's going to be on June 18th, and it's going to be at the Martin Luther King Park. 
so it's going to be able to be open. And, and explain a little bit what Juneteenth is real quickly. Uh, Juneteenth, we've been celebrating it for 52 years here in Sonoma County. And um, it's the, the freedom of um, some slaves in, in Texas that didn't know they were free for two years, for over two years. And uh, it is celebrated all around the world right now um, on um, in June. It's really June 19th. And what we do is we have uh, families get together out in the park. We have music, food, kids' activities, basketball games, uh, boot, food booths, just all kinds of activities. We just come together to celebrate that we just never forget where our ancestors came from and what the struggle they had to go through to get where we are today. And, you know, we still go through struggles today, but not like what they went through. Well, Nancy Rogers, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful announcement about Juneteenth. And happy Valentine to you and Harold. And thank like, you, and thank you and Ken. And thank you so much, Elaine, for just being a friend and just being part of this activist that we are in Sonoma County. Uh, if it wasn't for you with your voice, I'm not sure where we well, we'll be, well, thank and you. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you. And uh, we're gonna, if you have Celeste, I'm gonna have uh, Ken ask you the phone number, and we're gonna right now, folks. We're gonna play just a little bit more. Let's put on uh, "What a Wonderful World" by Louis Armstrong. I just love that song, and I think I think it just reminds us a little bit that the world is maybe at some levels it looks like sometimes it's coming apart, but I'll tell you something: it's a beautiful world. So go ahead, Ken.
you're listening to Women's Spaces, and it looks like it looks like we have Celeste on the phone now. And here we are. We're, this is a special Valentine show, and unfortunately, we've had some physical or some glitches here. And now we're going to have is Celeste on the phone? Oh my goodness! Hello, Linda. Are you there, Linda Franklin? Yes, I'm on the phone. Hello, Elaine. Hello, Ken. I am so sorry. We, for some reason, we just... Let's just cut to the chase and get this party started. Okay, well, welcome to Women's Spaces. You're listening to Elaine. This is Elaine B. Holtz. I'm your host. And with me on the phone is Celeste Austin. And we're going to talk right now about women loving women. And happy, happy Valentine's Day. So let's get thank started. You so much. Celeste, thank you, you so much. Celeste, thank you so much for, for that we were able to get a hold of you. I don't just don't know what happened. But here we are. Okay. Celeste, you are in a woman loving relationship. How long have you been together with beautiful, beautiful Linda, and where did you meet, and what was okay, the attraction? Okay, um, we've been together almost 10 years, so that's a decade, and in uh, lesbian terms, that uh, equates to about 20 years, uh, that's kind of an inside joke with us, um, and you know, I want to just back up a minute and say happy Valentine's Day to the LGBTQI plus plus community and to everyone you know it's a special day um linda and i met through mutual friends at an engagement party for them and uh, we both ended up in the kitchen uh helping out because that's who we are so we were doing some tidying up and washing some dishes and we looked at each other and something just kind of clicked <laughs> we had seen each other before but this time and i think relationships are about timing they are about timing, you know, and we both were in a readiness place of being interested in uh, dating again and being in a relationship. Because it's a little different when you're mature, you're mature people. Oh, oh I'm so glad. I'm so glad I know someone who's mature. <laughs> Uh-huh. You know, so I want, or seniors. <laughs> you know, so let you're you're an activist in the community, and you know you do a lot of wonderful, wonderful things. How do you handle that along with having a relationship? What are some of your challenges? I mean, and how how does Linda involve herself with you? Well, you know, um, one of the things about being an activist is that you're outside the home a lot. You're outside and you're in the community. You have things that are also important in your life. And one of the things that Linda says often to me or when she needs to, she goes, uh, make sure there's room for me. You need to carve time out for us. And, and sometimes that's just around doing the stuff that needs to be done around the house. Sometimes in, mo- in a lot of relationships, it's having that, that we time together and doing those special things together. Um, and at the same time, I'm in a relationship with a woman who's very supportive of me and my activism because that's very much a part of who I am and what I do in the world and in the community. And so... Uh, you that's important to have that understanding with a partner in a relationship where you have other interests and you have uh, this this passion you know activism is a passion uh, to help others and to be involved in all in different events in and different and different uh, environments it's really important and you've had some fantastic women on today you know. Uh, you've had Jackie and you've had Nancy, yourself, and 
you know, and our, so we're women who are committed in that way, and it's a little bit about time management, too. Well, you know, talking I, talking about the show, which, which was really interesting to me, that the activism of not only just the women that I'm I'm interviewing, but the activism of the women that I played the song, Ella Fitzgerald, I mean, my God, and Dionne Warwick, yeah. you know, and then I, I think of you in that same class, you know, of, of, of oh. really, really women who are active, who are making a contribution. Well, you know, Celeste, we are coming, I mean, it's so quickly, and I really, I want to have you on again and again. I mean, you have so much to say, and I'm, <laughs> it's just been a crazy, crazy, Crazy Valentine. Happy Valentine's to everybody. So give us a, a little idea of how we can get a hold of you, and, and any emails, any websites, and, and, and anything. Well, Real quickly, we got about two seconds. Well, that's a great question. You know, I, I, I think that I'm going to leave that just, uh, I'm not going to provide that. Uh, people can get a hold of me by meeting me, by knowing me, by networking, that kind of thing. There is something that I just did a uh, podcast that I'm going to post on my Facebook page again, which is very exciting. And it's about community activism and that part of me that's happening. So, really, we got to love ourselves, too. Just remember you gotta love yourself before you can love somebody else. And and also, your 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 Facebook is Celeste Austin A U S T I N, right? No, it's not. <laughs> What's your Facebook, real quick? Hmm, just look on Facebook and friend me, and I'll friend you. Okay, my friend. Well, thank you so much, Celeste, and my love to Linda, and thank you so much for being on Women's Spaces. Well, folks. Oh. Thank you. Thank you, Elaine. Well, Again, folks. And happy Valentine's Day to everyone. Everyone in a relationship, not in a relationship, four-legged, every living creature on this planet. <laughs> Thank you so much. Anyway, folks, thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to Women's Stasis. I'm your host, Elaine B. Holtz. I want to thank Mayor Jackie Alred for a wonderful interview. Uh, my dear, dear friend, Celeste Austin, for cooperating with all this physical glitches we had, whatever went on in the studio, and, of course, to Nancy Roberts, Rogers. And to everybody, a happy, happy Valentine's Day. May you find love in your heart and share it with somebody next to you. This is Elaine B. Holtz. You've been listening to Women's Spaces. And I'll tell you something, it is a beautiful, beautiful day. You know, just like that song, it's a wonderful world. When you go out in, when you go out today, no matter how you're feeling, look to the blue sky, look to the flowers, look to the human beings walking around. Thank, thank the great spirit for your life today. And thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to being with you next time. Take you home now The woman in your life She can wait so easily She knows everything you do Because the woman in your life Is you Because the woman in your life The woman in your life The woman in your life Is you
The previous Women's Spaces show was recorded on Monday, February 14th, 2022.